Hey everyone, this is Ari. I am super excited that you guys to uh, decided to join in. If you're here live or if you're looking at this after, I felt led to start this for everybody. You know, when it, this is this is the thing we have to be willing to move, especially when God says move. That means that there is something that's opening, something that is that's you know that's pliable, something that like a door could be open at that particular moment for you. So you have to be willing how to be obedient when God says move. So I decided to do these Sunday manas and I'll do them for as long as God leads me to. But this is you know for those that may not be in a church, they may not have a church those that may have gone to church but they want you know that extra this is for you so i've decided to go ahead and to just bring the messages whatever god gives me we are going to flow this is not about being religious it's not about a form or fashion doing things you know uh one way or the other way but this is about really allowing god to really rule and reign within our lives because i believe that this is the time for signs wonders and miracles miracle signs and wonders to happen within the world not just it's not just about within the church but it's about going outside the four walls there are people that need to experience the authenticity the authenticity of god the realness of god there are people that need healing people that need to be delivered people that really need to feel god's love and so i want to be able to share these messages that god gives me so that people's lives begin to be transformed and so you guys just tune in like i said we're just going to flow again i I am Ari Holmes. This is Sunday's Manna, and I'm going to go ahead and release what God gave me. But before we do that, I want to start or to release or share some worship music. I believe it is that God really can begin to speak. He could either, you know what I mean, confirm things or he could shift things. He could shift the message. He could do whatever he likes to do. So we're going to start with this, with this song because God is so good. So we're going to go ahead and I hope that you all can hear this. What am I going to do? Um, I have all these responsibilities. And all this going on, and it seems like I'm doing everything I can for you. And, and I hope you guys on. can hear that. I've never been there. It seems like you were doing all you need to do. Still, you took two steps forward, you took five steps back, and you said, You're saying, God, what, you know, what in the world is going on? And I was yes. sitting in my kitchen, and I, I didn't understand it. And then these words came. I said, Lord, you were good. Yeah. You've been so good. Lord, you were good. Yes, you can begin to worship where you are. You really can begin to just whatever God is leading you to do while the song is playing. Go ahead and just be free. This is a place, this is a safe environment for us to come together and to be free and to really allow God to do and reign within our lives. For him to, like I said, you know, he could shift things, he can start talking to you within this time. I hope that you guys can hear the music. If not, we'll just do things a little different next time, but we're going to flow and go with this. So, yes, you guys, whatever you feel, just let God minister to you through this song. Yes. You are good. 
Yes, God. Thank you for being good, Father. We just thank you. We enter in, Father God, with the Sunday manna. Father, we just thank you for being good. We thank you, Father God, for your love that you have for us. We thank you, Father God, that you are literally, you are working on the things that concern us, Father God. You are literally flowing in our lives in a new way, Father God. You are healing and delivering us right now in the name of Jesus. We thank you, Father God, for your goodness. We thank you, God, that we come to a new level of understanding that you are only good. You can only produce good because that is your character. You are only good for we just worship you. We thank you within this time, Father God, that we are laying aside, Father God, anything, Father, that may be on our heart or our mind, Father God, that may be trying to be a distraction. We just pull those things off, Father God, and we lay them, Father, before you because we understand that you are the one that can change things. When things are out of our control, I thank you, Father God, that we know that you are always in control, Father. When we don't understand everything, I thank you, Father God, that you are the God that knows everything. So I just worship you and thank you, Father God, for um, being in our lives, Father God, for ministering to us through this time, Father God, for adding to us, for edifying us, Father God for really moving through us the way that you see fit, Father, because at the end of any day, it is all about you. But we just thank you, Father, that we are coming into an understanding that, Father, that you sent us here on this earth for a purpose. And I thank you, God, that we are allowing you to heal us, to deliver us, to bring us to that state of wholeness, Father, so that we literally can be used, Father God, that we can be used by you because there are many people out here that need your glory. They need to feel your glory. They need to hear a message from you. They need to feel your love, Father God. They need peace, Father. And I thank you, Father God, that we will allow ourselves, Father God, to be used by you, Father God. I thank you, Father God, that for conduits, I thank you, Father God, that you can flow through us, Father God, and you can go and, and spread your message to the people, God. I thank you, Father, that we say yes to your will, yes to your way, Father, yes to your word, yes to everything that you are doing in our lives, Father, in this time, in this hour, in this season, God, we just Father God, we um, take you out of a box. So we've had you in a box, Father God, without the confines of our own mind, Father. We take you out of the box, Father God, because you don't, you know, you don't live in a box. We take you out of this limited space, Father God, and we let you do what you need to in our lives, Father God. We let you take us to the deep. We let you take us, Father God, to places that we've never been before. We thank you, Father, for all that you are, Father God, preparing us for. I thank you, Father, for you know the desires that's on our heart, Father. And I thank you that they're your desires that you put in our heart, Father God, to, to manifest and to go for, Father God, with the completion, Father God. And I just thank you for, in the name of Jesus, if anyone on here, Father, needs telling, Father, that you are ministering to whatever it is, if it's mental healing, Father God, emotional healing, physical healing, whatever it is, Father, even within their finances, if people are in uh, need of financial increase, financial breakthrough, I thank you, God, that it's happening. You're giving them uh, witty ideas and inventions, Father God, to go for Father God, to be able to implement a new strategy within this earth that will make money, Father God, so that they understand that if they seek first the kingdom of God in your righteousness, then all things shall be added to you. I thank you, Lord, that whatever the need is, if someone needs a miracle, Father God, if someone, whatever it is, Father, I thank you that you are welcome in this place, Father, that your presence is here, 
and that you are ministering to everybody that's here and those who are even going to listen to it. I thank you, God, that no one will miss anything that you're doing in the name of Jesus. And I just thank you, Father, that we're sensitive to what it is that you're you're telling us to do to get our healing, Father. If that means letting go of things that are not of you, Father, I thank you that we are obedient and we let it go so that you can flow through us and give us what we've been praying for. I thank you, Father, God, that we don't hold on to the old thing that is stale, that is expired, the old thing that may try to cause, you know, trepidation or fear, try to cause some type of um, detriment or cause uh, malice or harm within our lives, Father. We let it go so that we can accept and step into the new place that you have for us, Father. Thank you for the new thing that you're doing. Thank you, 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 thank you. For the new thing, God, you've been so good to us, Lord God. You've been so good to us. And I thank you, Father, for this new thing that you are doing. Yes, keep flowing to us, God. Thank you for your love. Thank you for your peace. Thank you, Father God, for your prosperity. Thank you, Father God. You have been so good to us, Lord God. Just thank you, 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 God. You have been so, so good to us. We just worship you and thank you, Father God. Hallelujah, hallelujah. Thank you, God. Yeah, so I, yes, thank you, God. You were so good. So I wanted to just, you know, set the atmosphere. If anyone had came in or if anyone's going to watch this that their mind may have been in a different place i want you guys that that ministry that worship music to uh that that can remove any type of bondage remove things from your mind from your heart that will prevent you from getting what god wants you to have or from hearing or saying what he wants you to see or hear within this time with with him so um yes god is so good again this is sunday's manna and we are going to move forward um god it had been dealing i actually had something totally different prepared but within uh about the last you know 35 minutes god said listen i there's something new there's something different that i want to do and so i began to be obedient and write down what it is that he was saying because he knows what we need he definitely knows what we need and i'm going to release this word that god gave me uh for the people and he was saying the wiles of the enemy has uh, been sent to attack the minds and the souls of the people of god but i hear god saying that i will counter the attacks i will i am reversing the lies that were released on you to you and in you even the lies that you have believed for years god is saying get ready set go say goodbye to those lies i'm giving you a new belief system i'm giving you my belief system which is me god is saying tune in to me says the lord watch and see uh watch and see the layers of disbelief lies and doubt flee right before your eyes this is your time your true time for true release your freedom is here and so god had just really shared with me that the people of god really needed to hear about really tapping into the truth because a lot of people um you know a lot of people go through life for years believing lies believing things that was never god and you go through life with all these fears you go through life believing that you're less than and that you can't have the very thing that god said that you can have but god said now is the time for my people to know the truth because the truth is what sets you free that is what john 8 and 36 um talks about 
it's, it's, uh, it's what John uh, 836 talks about. It, it mentions in there that um, it says who the son has set free is free indeed. And so what we have to understand is that literally if God has come to do anything, that means that it was already done. And if we, if we truly believe that God came to set us free, therefore if the son makes you free, you shall be free indeed. John 8, 36, if we really believe that Jesus came to set us free, Yeshua, that he came to set us free, why do we still live in bondage? Why are we not stepping outside of the box? Why are we not stepping outside of the confines of the old man and saying, listen, I'm pushing toward the, I'm pushing toward this new man. I'm pushing toward the new creation that God had created me to be. Why are we living beneath our privileges? My dad always says, why are we living beneath what God says that we can have? So if the son has set you free, if you really believe in God, if you really believe that he's real and that he's real within your heart, why not believe what he's already done for you? A lot of times, um, my pastor always talks about this. He mentions this often. He says, we, when we go through life, we shouldn't be fighting for victory, but we should be fighting from victory. I'm fighting, I'm standing from a place of victory. I'm not trying to say, Lord, give me the victory. I have the victory. Lord, I thank you for the victory. I thank you that everything is lining up to manifest or to confirm that the victory is already here. We have to thank God and live in what he's already done. So God, you know, Jesus came so that we can have truth and so that we can be free because he understands the tactics of the enemy. The, the devil's number one, whatever, his number one tool is deception. He wants to deceive. He wants to twist the truth that God has said about you, the promises that God has given you. He wants to twist it so that you, you won't believe God, so that you'll believe a lie, so that you'll go through life moping, oh, oh me, this and that. You have to understand that you're victorious. You have to understand that you have the authority. God has given you power over all the power of the enemy. By no means will you be harmed. This is his word, his truth. He wants us to come to the realization that yes, Adam and Eve failed. Yes, they were disobedient. They sinned. And that is what separated them from God. Lucifer, who became Satan, was the first one to sin. You don't hear about that. You hear about Adam and Eve, but he fell from heaven like lightning. And um, Jesus talks about that. He's seen him fall like heaven from lightning. And that is when, you know, he fell to the earth. And this is when he uh, began to trick or deceive Adam and Eve. And they bit, they bit the bait. And because of that, yes, then came upon people of God and, um, you know, the children that God had made or Adam and Eve. And so Yeshua had to come to redeem us. He had to come to redeem us and put us back in proper place. He's already done it. He's already redeemed us. So we have to go through life saying, Lord, you've done this over 2,000 years ago. And I'm going to stand in my authority. I'm going to stand with what's already been done. I'm going to stand saying, I, I am the victory because you live on the inside of me. You are the victory. I have, I have my healing. I have um, the peace that I need. I have the breakthrough that I need. You, we have to begin to literally change our mindsets to align to what God has already done. You guys, he's already been here. Yeshua came. He did what he needed to. He said, it is finish. That means the very purpose that he came here on earth, he actually fulfilled. That means that there was nothing else that he needed to fulfill at that particular moment. Whatever he did while he was here on earth, it satisfied or it was the sacrifice that we needed so that we could proceed and get back into proper alignment. 
I want to speak this to you. I declare and decree that you understand that you are in proper alignment. You are back into position. You're back in proper alignment. Rebuke the spirits of religiosity that comes to tell you that you have to look like that, that you got to do. Can't wear your hair like this. You got to wear clothes like this. Listen, I rebuke that in the name of Jesus. You are in proper alignment because of what Jesus did. It has nothing to do with what you've done at this point because God knew that he needed more he needed something greater than just an animal to do sacrifice. He sent the, his son, the beloved, his beloved son, he sent him. You know, he sent him to die for us. He knew that he had to send himself in man form to this earth to die for us. So you have to understand, you can't allow religious systems to, um, to you know, point the finger at you and to make you not believe that you're not in position. Jesus came to put us in position and we are where we're supposed to be, meaning we have the authority, we have the fullness, the wholeness that we need already on the inside of us. We just have to come to the realization of it. We have to say, listen, I allow you in, Father. You know, if you don't have his Holy Spirit, Lord, you know, I pray for your Holy Spirit. Thank you for your Holy Spirit. Allow him to lead and guide you here so that he can remind you of all the truths. He can remind you of everything that God has said about you. And this brings me, um, this brings me to the, the next scripture that I want to read about 2 Corinthians 5 and 17. This is just confirmation. I just want to pound this thing. Confirm it, confirm it, confirm it, confirm it within your being so that you understand that you have literally been set free. 2 Corinthians 5 and 17 says, therefore, if anyone is in Christ, he is a new creation. Old things have passed away. Behold, all things have become new. You excuse me, our new creation, the oldest uh, passed away. Behold, you're, this is all things have become new. God didn't say, it didn't say that, you know, therefore, if anyone is in Christ, he is a new creation. Old things have become, old things have passed away. Behold, some things have become new. It doesn't say some. It says all things have become new. You have to grab a hold of what the word actually says. It says all things have become new. That means that, listen, if your body was acting up, you can ask, thank God, my healing, I thank you, I take my healing is here. But I also take peace of mind. I also take financial stability. I also take the resources I need to proceed with my business. I, I take all these things. He said, all things have become new. If you suffer with poverty, that's an old thing, a cursed thing. But Jesus came to say, listen, I give you the blessing. I've given you myself. We are co-heirs with Christ, meaning we, we have what he has. He's blessed. There's not one thing about Yeshua, about Jesus that is cursed. And we have to understand that God came to make all of you, all of you new, spirit, soul, and body. The fight is with our soul, which is our will, emotions, mind, and will, and our emotions, we understand that is where the fight is. That's what the enemy wants to attack us the mostly with. But we have to understand that even our soul belongs to God. Our soul, like, listen, when you give your life to God, if you haven't, you could take the time to say, Lord, you know, I'm ready to give my life to you. He'll accept you. He will make you new. But once you rededicate yourself, your soul, like, listen, God, my soul belongs to you. My will, my mind, my emotions belongs to you. And that's where the enemy fights us the most. Your, most. your spirit is renewed. You know, your body, you have to remind it to be in proper alignment. Listen, God said what he made was good. So body lined up, be good, you know? And that's perfect. That's without blemish. That's without ailment. No, you have to speak to these things. And so, um, like I said, the fight is against the soul. He wants, the enemy wants to attack your mind. He wants your will to be like, well, should 
I do this or should I not? He wants to be lukewarm. God say, listen, you either hot or you cold. You either are with me or you're not because you have to understand that God is only good and that settles it. That settles it. God is like, not like, you know, he's not like, I'll be good up five days a week, but then two days a week, I'm not going to be good. No, he's good all the time. Even when we go through things that we don't understand, we have to remember that Romans 8, 28, all things are working together for our good. Again, that doesn't mean some things. It says all things. That means the completion of it is working together for our good. We have to fight with the truth. And this is why I see God said, no, switch the message, switch what I want to release to my people because they need to be the, the lies, the layers of lies that have been on their mind, that have been over their souls, the wives of the enemy that have been attacking the people of God's soul. He said, uh-uh, it's time for that to be removed. It's time for that bondage, you to come out of that bondage and to be free. So this is your time of freedom. I declare decree that your soul is whole. Uh, David spoke about that, you know, as a psalmist, he spoke about that in Psalms 23, said, restore my soul, Lord, restore my soul. Restore, and he restores my soul. He restores my will, my mind, and my emotions when they want to act up and do their own thing. He'll restore when, they, when they're damaged from being hurt, from being abused, from being looked over, from being, you know, um, manipulated, misused. God will restore your soul. So you, we have to um, allow the healing to take place within our soul so that God can truly move us forward like we're made whole because we are within God, we're made whole. Remind yourself, I'm, I'm whole, I'm whole, I'm whole. So, um, and then I wanted to go to, because um, God is definitely doing a new thing. He had mentioned that about, removing the the um the lies from the mind removing the, removing the lies from the soul um you know remove the scales from the eyes and he says i'm doing a new thing and we have to be sensitive enough to see the new thing that god is doing um the new thing that he is doing and uh let's see here uh, we're gonna go isaiah 43 i'm gonna start at verse 2 i want to read through this from verse 2 to 21 um and if he tells me nope you know, skip through it, you know, only read certain parts. That's what I'm going to do. But I want to read this because this, all I'm doing is reminding you guys of what you already have. I'm not making anything. I'm not, you know, I'm adding to the word. No, I'm sticking with the word and saying, listen, we have to get, be bold enough. We have to be warriors. We have to literally remind ourselves that uh, listen, God is with me and I win regardless of what's coming or attempts to try to come against me. I win because this is the victory that God has given me, period. So um, Isaiah 43, starting at verse two, it mentions, it says, when you pass through the waters, I will be with you. I'm gonna try to keep going. You know, I was reading, but if God gives me something, I'm going to stop. It says, when you pass through the waters, I will be with you. We do have to, to, I think this part, like I said, sometimes we forget that God is with us because some things you go through, you like, God cannot be here. Like, oh my gosh, like I, why, if he was here, why am I going through this? You understand that God is not allowing bad, he doesn't cause bad things to happen to you, but he'll allow you to go through certain things. They're not defining you, but they're refining your character. Like I said, all things are working together for your good. You're being prepared for something greater. God, and he's not putting sickness on people. He's not making people suffer with um, lack of finances. That's not God. It never was. So any of that religiosity that you've heard, throw that outside of the window. But God will take the very thing that the enemy meant for bad, 
He'll turn around for our good. And sometimes it's us that causes ourselves to be in a financial bind without having been a good steward over finances. I don't know why I'm going this way, but sometimes it's things that we do to cause ourselves to be in bondage, the choices we make. You know, God said, don't get in that relationship. You get in that relationship before you know it, you're suicidal, depressed. It's not to beat yourself up once you realize it, but it's to say, I'm coming out of this because this is not the way God created me to be. So sometimes it's not always what the enemy's doing. Sometimes we do things to ourselves as well. So understand that um, you pass through the waters, out, uh, God saying, I will be with you. He's not going to fail you. He's not going to fail you. He is with you always. That right there should be the golden nugget that we all need. He's with me. He ain't going to fail me. God's not going to fail you. You need to understand that. And he says, through the, through the rivers, they shall not overflow you. It's not going to allow it to overtake you. When you walk through the fire, you shall not be burned, nor shall the flame scorch you. For I am the Lord, your God, a holy one of Israel, your savior. I gave Egypt for your ransom. Ethiopia and Siva in your place since you were precious in my sight. Ooh, the joy of the Lord is just bubbling up on the inside of me. Literally, his, his joy is overtaking me right now. So there's something that's shifting right now. There's something, I realize the joy of the Lord literally was just released to people right now. It's just being released to you. You may have been in bondage. You may have felt like burdens were on you. You may have felt heavy weights be up on you. But literally, as I was reading that, I felt the joy of the Lord on the inside of me and it made me want to laugh. It made me like full of joy. So I release the, uh, the joy of the Lord is up on you guys. God is doing something. He's doing something uh, right now. It says you have been honored and I have loved you. Therefore, I will give men for you and people for your life. Fear not. God is not giving us a spirit of fear, but a power, love, and a sound mind. He says, fear not for I am with you. I will bring your descendants from the east and gather you from the west. I will say to the north, Give them up, and to the south, do not keep them back. Bring my sons from afar and my daughters from the ends of the earth, everyone who is called by my name, whom I have created for my glory. I have formed him. Yes, I have made him. Bring out the blind people who have eyes and the deaf who have ears. Let all the nations be gathered together and let the people be assembled. Who among them can declare this and show us former things? Let them bring out their witnesses that they may be justified. Or let them hear and say, it is truth. You are my witnesses, says the Lord, and my servant whom I have chosen, that you may know and believe me and understand that I am he. Before me, there was no God form, nor shall there be um, after me. Nor shall there be after me. And I wanted to just... Um, mention this you have to understand what god releases something when he's telling you you are my honored he is telling you you are my best you are my honor you are a king you are a queen who can reverse the words of god when you understand the, that the word is god who can stop him when he releases something to you a word to you that settles it it is established and you have to grab a hold of that and be these things this is like a love letter that God is speaking to his people. It's a love letter that he's speaking that he gave me to give to you and myself as well. This is a reminder for me. I don't know everything, but I know what God releases through me. So, I, you know, I know to, to allow God to uh, flow through me. But he says that, um, he says that uh, before me, there was no God form and nor shall there be 
after me. I even, I am the Lord and besides me, there is no savior. I have declared and saved, I have proclaimed and there was no foreign God among you. Therefore you are my witnesses, says the Lord, that I am God indeed before the day was, I am he and there is no one who can deliver out of my hand. And look right here, confirmation. I work and who will reverse it? Who can stop what God wants to do for your life? Who can shut down what God wants to do for your life? If he said it, if he sent you, if he's giving you the green light, that means that he's authorized you to do it. Can't nobody reverse what God wants to do for your life. You have to keep that in mind. And it says, um, thus said the Lord, your Redeemer, the Holy One of Israel, for your sake, I will send to Babylon. For your sake, I will send to Babylon and bring them all down as fugitives. God's fighting your on your behalf. The Chaldeans who rejoice in, in their ships, I am the Lord, your Holy One, the Creator of Israel, your King. Thus says the Lord, who makes a way in the sea and a path through the mighty waters, who brings forth the chariot and the horse, the, the army and the power. They shall lie down together and they shall not rise. These are good reminders for us all. They are extinguished. God is shutting them down. They're quenched like a wick. Do not remember the former things, nor consider the things of old. <laughs> Behold, I will do a new thing. God wants to do something new, but it starts with getting out of your own way. It starts with breaking the limitations, breaking God out of the box that you put him in, you know, and allowing him to do the new thing for you. Uh, you have to understand that sometimes people, sometimes people don't allow God to do the new thing in them because they keep basing their past on their future. Your past has happened. Your past is over. You can't keep living in the past, the past hurt, past destruction, past failure, past bankruptcy, past divorce. You got to let it go because the sooner you let it go, the sooner you can get what's in your future. The sooner you can get what's in your now. God wants to give you something, but you have to stop measuring your the past that you call as failures or defeats. Understand that it's not about, it's not a loss, but it's a lesson learned. Take them lesson learned. Say, hey, I learned it. I let it go. Thank you. I, I forgive them. I'm healed. I'm moving forward. God, I receive the new thing that you want to do for me now. Stop using that measure stick the wrong way. God wants to do something new in you. And it says, behold, I will do a new thing now. It shall spring forth, shall you not know it. I will even make a road in the wilderness and rivers and the desert. The beasts of the field will honor me. Hmm. The jackals and the ostrich, uh, because I give waters in the wilderness and rivers in the desert to give drink to my people, my chosen. This people I have formed for myself, they shall declare my praise. Listen, you guys, we're created for his glory. God got us covered. He got us protected. You are chosen. You are a chosen vessel. You're not a mistake. You're not left behind. Whatever's happened to you, that does not define you. God is giving you a definition. It refines your character. It helps you. It, it, uh, the experiences should help you become closer to God. You know, like I said, God's not causing these negative things to happen to you. Sometimes we cause this stuff to happen to ourselves. And there is an enemy that is defeated, but we have to remind him the Lord rebuke you and begin to take our place of authority to allow God to heal the wounds, heal the lands of our minds, you know, to begin to heal the soul so that we can operate the way God says operate. It's time to move. It's time for God to be able to use us. But how can he use a vessel that has a hole at the bottom of it and you won't let him patch it up or you won't let him give you a new vessel? Listen, 
what just came to my mind is he's giving you the new vessel. The old vessel had holes and stuff and you put water and put stuff in it and it all comes out and you look around, I'm empty. No, no, no. God constantly overflows and you will never let you run dry. He said he will make a river in a desert. A desert. And being in, I'm in Arizona, but being here, I know this is, this is a desert. You look around, there's it is a desert. It's very, you know, it's dry and stuff, but it's amazing how God could allow, could allow life to live in this place, how hot it is and stuff, but God brings water, food, whatever we need. He makes sure that we're supplied. So you have to understand that God is giving you a new vessel. So whatever he pours in is going to remain and you will give from your overflow. So I wanted to release this to you. I wanted to release this to you and let you guys know, remind you that you're covered. You're not forgotten. You're not overlooked. You're not going to be left behind. This is your time for release. This is your time for to have the right mindset. This is your time to literally remove the lies from your mind. I declare and decree that you heard something from this message that literally is transforming your life, that you may have come in, you know, discouraged or depressed or whatever, or just made it needed to you know, um, an extra level of uh, encouragement today if you've gone to your services and whatnot. I, I pray that God really spoke to you and that he continually speak to you from this message and he continues to do things through your life because it's time to come from under the enemy's wiles. It's time to come uh, from under the lies of the enemy. And it's time to allow God's truth to prevail. It's truth to prevail, you guys. This is your victory time. Like I said, we're fighting from victory, not trying to get to victory, but we, we have the victory. Jesus is in us. And guess what? He said we're seated in heavenly places in Christ Jesus above everything. Jesus is seated above every principality, power, dominion, anything with a name. He's seated above. That means we're seated above. We have to have the right perspective, the right mindset, understanding whose we are and who we are, and that it's time for us to operate with the authority that God has giving us okay so you guys stay encouraged stay encouraged and if you need prayer requests you know a word from God if he gives it to me I'll give it to you if he doesn't I'm not going to release anything I'm not going to start making up stuff so um you go ahead email you know send email to empower me with airy at gmail.com e-m-p-o W-E-R-W-I-T-H-E-R-E-R-I at gmail.com. Empower me with Ari. I'll pray with you. Um, be believing God with you. Stand in agreement with you that this is your time for a great release. You guys stay encouraged. And like I always like to say in my messages, remember to renew your mind. It is the gold mine. Love you guys.